0: Just tell me one thing, Glenn. Are you getting spoilers from someone else? <laughs> no. no
1: tell, me tell me the no truth.
0: Tell me the truth, Glenn. There's no one.
1: There's Is no he better
0: one. at spoiling than
1: I am? Yes. Oh, so much so. He just pleasures me in ways I never knew. No.
0: The following podcast contains spoilers for possession. You have been warned!
1: Everybody and welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host Glenjamin Button, along with your host Miguel Magusto.
0: That's this guy right here. Uh, you can't see me, but I'm pointing at myself.
1: Mm-hmm. Two fingers, two thumbs, directly <sighs> to the face. Yep. <laughs> that sounds very violent, actually, the way I it think does. about that in my it head. Does. Jesus. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, ah, ah, dear Lord, I'm I'm okay. How are you? I just I went am on a trip.
0: <laughs> good. I just smoked some chicken. Some shredded chicken that we're going to add to enchiladas uh oh. tomorrow and Ooh. that chicken was banging. I lathered mm-hmm. it in some cholula sauce before putting a nice caliente rub on it. That's the name of the rub. Uh, caliente. A nice mixture of flavors with that and I can't wait to put that in an enchilada and then eat it with my face. Mhm. So mm-hmm. uh but
1: it, it did have me salivating, I yes, must say. Yes,
0: but we're not here to talk about my meat. Mhm. So, Glenn. Yeah. I know you're probably going to disappoint me. Have you watched any movies this week?
1: I'm going to disappoint the shit out of you. I haven't watched anything, but the movie we'll watch for Thursday and Possession. Yes. Um, So Thursday's movie was Amsterdam, which we have a YouTube video up on the YouTubes, actually, believe it or not, for that, uh, yeah. to, dear God, did we despise it, but we loved it at the same time. Who knows, you'll have to actually find out for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Possession, which I can't talk about yet. You're gonna have to back off me before I start kicking, okay? I'll, I'll back okay. off, okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, for me, I felt like I watched a, uh, not that many movies, uh, mm-hmm. mainly because my boy, my son, <clears throat> uh, he boy. has been not sleeping well because he's been sick so, I tried starting to watch Possession like three times because uh, I wanted to watch two other movies this weekend. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen because it kept waking up. So, I watched. Uh, <laughs> dawn boy. I watched five movies. The first one I watched was the half the movie that I talked about last week Mrs. Miniver mm-hmm. uh, from 1942. Uh, I watched it for the 1001 movies You Must See Before You Die and Glenn. Just by mm-hmm. going off of the title, and the poster, I'll describe the poster to you in just a second. Yeah. Uh,
1: tell me what you think this movie's about. This it is, sounds uh, like some sort of Nanny McPhee movie. Like the movie... Mary Poppins, shall I say?
0: Yeah, the movie poster mm-hmm. uh, is a woman embracing a man. Her hand is on his chest, and that is... It's surrounded by white. Mm. Do you still feel the same way?
1: I do, actually, believe yeah. it. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, yeah, I was not too excited to see this for the 1001 movies, but this movie is actually a very good movie about a oh. community in uh, England as they are preparing and surviving through World War Two
1: well that's i was pre- i must say i was pretty close you got yeah you, you credit were pretty close that. so yeah. the
0: poster and the name are so misleading it is a fantastic movie but i was not excited at all to watch it just because of the name and the poster so i guess never judge a uh, movie by the name and poster uh except mm-hmm, for when mm-hmm. that does work out then judge it then but yeah so yeah that's gonna be in the November edition of uh a thousand one movies you must see before you die then for the 1001 movies you must see before you die for Cinema Bucket List I rewatched Thelma and Louise with uh, 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 Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon and Brad Pitt Uh, Chris McDonald's in there Uh, Harvey Keitel's in there and I'm sure other people that I can't think of right now Uh, if you haven't seen Thelma and Louise it is a classic Uh, everyone knows the final scene unfortunately but even if you know the final scene it is not going to spoil the movie for you Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn do you know the final scene of that
1: movie Uh, yes I do
0: yeah have um, you seen
1: the movie I have not seen the movie but I do know about the final scene
0: I have asked three people so far if they know the final scene and if they've seen it they all know the mm-hmm. final scene but they all have not seen it yeah so, you yeah. can thank
1: Austin Powers for that I'm pretty sure yeah you
0: can but uh, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that, like knowing the ending doesn't really ruin the film yeah. Uh, so it, it is a pretty good movie um, even with being spoiled I just think that's interesting that so many people haven't seen it but everyone yeah. knows how it ends
1: <laughs> it is a weird paradox
0: yes uh, then I we watched Amsterdam together uh, you can mm-hmm. check out our review for that on the YouTubes hot uh, garbage it was so good hot garbage terrible. terrible it was delicious and I ate every bite um, <laughs> oh sorry I was talking about the chicken for a second mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> then i watched possession which we'll get to in just a second and then this afternoon i watched logan's run from 1976 starring michael york uh had never seen it before i had always heard his name kind of knew what it was about but never watched it Mm -hmm. uh it's for being a kind of a cheesy sci-fi movie from the 70s it's actually pretty good yeah okay Uh, yeah i liked it i enjoyed it it's not like amazing it's not going to blow your mind away but it's a decent film Uh, very interesting so yeah that's all I watched this week and I guess without any further ado let's get into Possession
1: oh Mark your wife keeps her own secrets make
0: her talk to me it'll be the way that she wants
1: tell me well I think what you want to do to Bob just
0: inhuman so what you're doing must be human
1: Woman starts exhibiting increasingly disturbing behavior after asking her husband for a divorce. Suspicions of I- infidelity, I almost said identity, soon give away to something much more sinister. Directed by Andre Zulovsky. Uh, written, Yeah. Um, written by the same man himself and Frederick Tutton. Uh, stars Isabel Ajani, uh, Sam Neal, uh, Margaret. Whoa, is Margaret played by Margaret? She yeah. is that's crazy, All right, <laughs> Cartenson uh and it's got Heinz Bennett in there. Everybody else is kind of in the background uh, oh my God, so Margit, the character in the movie,
0: her last name is Gluckmeister, yep, that means luckmaster
1: oh man very very true to the name honestly
0: uh i mean we we're in spoilers. we can just admit that that's not true
1: it's not <laughs> it is not true at all it's a little tongue in cheek uh mm-hmm. tongue and cheek there uh, but yeah. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, this uh, this movie popped up in a recommendation a while ago for me, and I was like, "Man, I I gotta see that movie." And then, of course, the world was like, "You're not you're not really want- going to see that movie because it's not really on any streaming service almost ever, mm-hmm. uh, except for this one, which I already forget the name of it because it's so random." But uh, Metrograph. Yeah, Metrograph. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very random site. Um, and you were saying this was this taken off of everything, or we looked it up after I think uh um, it, it just doesn't exist in most of the world because it was
0: it was banned in at least England. we know this much
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh in the it might not be banned there anymore, but it was banned when it first came out, yeah, uh, and uh because of that, it was probably uh oh the u s release is heavily censored. I don't know how true that is for what we watched. <laughs> Um, let's see. I'm going to actually look at the runtime here, but yeah, that actually kind of brings me to my point here, uh, that, that I have not said yet, but I'm going to bring it up in just a second. Okay. There's mm-hmm. only one runtime, so I don't know why it says that, uh, says that, but anyway, um, uh, while watching this, um, first of off, Andre Zulofsky has an unlucky time with getting movies banned. Seriously? Of course, we talked about the, um, on the silver globe earlier this year that Mm -hmm. was banned in his home country Poland and, or it was, it was the production was stopped like nine tenths of the way through. So a 10th of the movie is not uh, filmed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this of course was banned in several countries, heavily censored from what it seems like in the U S though. I do not see what any, that might've just been the theatrical release. And then what we watch is the original version. Yeah. Uh, But, um, it, it kind of makes me wonder while I was watching this and while I did like it, I am kind of curious if this would be as critically acclaimed as it is if it weren't banned. Because I know a lot of people, myself included, uh, often champions movies that are banned or, or you know, censored in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of made me wonder. Like, it's 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 good. It's a fine movie. But I wasn't as crazy about it as I was hoping, be you know, just based off of internet buzz.
1: Same here. Um, yeah, a lot of it, honestly, it did because this is an '80s movie. It felt a lot like those those horror movies that that were coming out in the '70s and '80s, and yeah. it didn't feel different from any other way. It was it was really like genuinely good, but it didn't feel any different from like, uh, let's say invasion of the body snatchers or the thing or anything like that like um even though those are two powerhouses of the genre (laughs) which is which is hard to say but it it felt like it stood up next to those but it didn't it didn't wow as much as those really
0: i think in subject matter it did the Mm -hmm. biggest problem i had with this is that the acting felt like a soap opera
1: it felt very theatrical. It
0: was very theatrical, which, like, if this Especially were a stage production, yes, if this were a stage production, I probably wouldn't have said anything, because stage and screen acting is very different,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: the it's so over-the-top dramatic uh, pretty much throughout, with a few exceptions of subdued realism, um, but it, it just, it kind of became laughable to a point for me, where it, it, it took me out of it, and I was laughing at mm-hmm. it, at parts that should not be laughed at, you know? It's it's kind of it it made itself comical just with how over the top it is. And, uh, you know, everything that I see um, talks about how, like, fearless Isabella Gianni's performance is. And I will 100 percent agree with that. But and I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, probably. So is Tommy Wiseau's performance in the room.
1: (laughs) Fearless is not necessarily a good thing. There's there's even a lot of the moments in this where like like accents wise you'll hear yes. some like especially Heinrich where you'll hear yeah. Heinrich talking and you're like that's Tommy Wiseau I don't care what you say
0: <laughs> and I want to be clear Isabella Gianni is better in this than Tommy Wiseau is in yes. the room but yes. I just wanted to say fearless is not a good is not inherently a good thing uh because yes it is a very fearless performance but it's again so over the top that it just becomes funny. It's, you know, the part where she's in the tunnel and she like is throwing the milk and eggs around and
1: and rolling around, (laughs) screaming, screaming
0: her lungs out. I was just laughing. It was like I knew it wasn't From everything I've read and seen about this movie. It's not supposed to be funny in any way. Mm-hmm. Except for maybe Sam Neill rocking super tensed in the chair.
1: <laughs> he was going hard yeah, on that like chair.
0: That, that I can tell is like something that they probably did for a comedic effect. But the yeah. rest of the movie, from what I've read and seen, is not supposed to be funny. And I was just laughing at their performances. Mm. And I felt bad for laughing because, you know, on a stage they would be great performances, but on screen it just becomes hilarious. And mm-hmm. it's you there needs to be a nuance to performances on screen because the camera's right in your face. And Isabella Johnny in the more quiet moments was incredible. Yeah. But when she went over the top, and so same with Sam Neill, it just, it became a comedy. It became, it became yeah. It Didn't kind like of felt, it. yeah, it kind of felt like uh, the, the scene in Borat where they're fighting naked throughout the hotel, uh, <laughs> where it's just like, it just keeps escalating and as escal- the, the tunnel scene specifically. It's just, I, I felt bad for laughing, but I couldn't help it. And I was very, in a way just, disappointed by
1: that. You just couldn't stop. It was, uh, it just yeah. kept going. Yeah. It was, it was, it was interesting. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the over the topness of the, the, especially the screaming, there was so much yelling, um, between yeah. back and forth with, uh, Mark and Anna and just how much they yelled at each other and weren't talking. They were just yelling most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her just lashing out, freaking freaking out, out, out the door, whatever outs there are, she was doing it. And mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was just loud. Um, as far as direction went, like making her do all that, too much. Yeah. To me, me being Sam Neill, that's right, I am Sam Neal in this situation. <laughs> I'd get the fuck out of there. There is no way that woman is that... That crazy, like, uh, good-looking and, and romantic that you would be like, yeah, I, I actually want to stick with this for a little bit longer. Yeah, and I, so, I want to keep actually making out with this lady.
0: That kind of makes me... Uh, that brings up a, a, a thought I had. Um, so you and I both read the Wikipedia plot because we are like, we need to make sense of what we just watched. And, like, yeah. it's not overly complex, but, like, there's so much in this that isn't important, Mm-hmm. That it's not like there, there is like half hour moments that aren't in the Wikipedia plot at all, yeah. Because it's not important. There's and you a feel scene. Like,
1: you feel like you missed something. That's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like
0: there's, there's a part where Sam Neill's going through withdrawal for some reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: From what? Yeah. That mad pussy.
1: That, yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Like he it was just in a drunken stupor for a while. It was yeah. It, it just, was
0: just it's. They, just it's woke just, up <laughs> it's sloppy in my opinion in in, in how it's told the cinematography is beautiful and it's mm-hmm. i love the setting of west berlin uh i i love the camera work in it and i love the makeup and everything but mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. so over the all over the place that it doesn't make sense uh a lot of the time like why is sam neill going through withdrawal uh yeah. and, and i know you know it can't be because she is such so good in bed uh because that's ridiculous. That's silly. Yeah, there's that's,
1: there's nothing redeeming about her to make this whole relationship yeah, make sense. They don't provide enough except, backstory. Except for she is a gorgeous lady. But she is gorgeous. Yeah, but that's all we really got. Yeah, We're just frantic. And um, and, and here's it, here's another thing that you feel like you miss is like right in the beginning. There's like this exchange between uh Mark's character and like these four men. And to me, it, it looked like he was setting up some, like, science experiment, mm-hmm. but it turns out he was a spy, and he was away at war. Like, I, I figured he was away at war, and he just came back, and then he was doing a science experiment, and she was the science experiment. Turns out, he was just meeting up with some dudes about the spy shit, and I'm like, I had no idea until I read the Wikipedia about that. I, yeah. Was I just not paying attention, or what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And then I was looking for pink socks the whole fucking movie. Like this bitch isn't wearing any pink socks. <laughs> was pink socks listed in the Wikipedia? I can't remember. No, but the uh, in the beginning they they're they're having like this. It's not an interview, but they're having this meeting about like uh, the subjects. Mark Mark was spying on bef- before he went back to Anna. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing he says is. Is the subject still wearing pink socks? And I'm like, oh, now I gotta look out to see if Anna is wearing pink socks in the movie because she's the test subject about whatever the fuck's going on. Turns out none of that was happening. They were just talking about some past bullshit, and I look stupid as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> Made me sad. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh,
0: you, you said earlier that like the Heinrich, the lover of Anna, was over the top. Uh, it, pretty much every scene he he was in was goofy. Like the first fight that he's in, where he's like dancing around Sam Neill, mm-hmm. it kind of felt like something that you would see in like Despicable Me three or whatever. <laughs> uh, there's one scene um, where, where where Heinrich goes to Sam Neill because he found bodies in uh, uh, Anna's or Anna's uh, refrigerator. Mm-hmm. If you go back and watch a scene, and Glenn, I kind of want you to do this, but you don't have to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The way they are talking. Sounds like Kramer talking to Seinfeld and Seinfeld reacting to Kramer. <laughs> like uh, Listen, Jerry, we got we're gonna do it. Like, Jerry. listen, Mark, we're there's bodies in the forget. refrigerator. Well, I don't wanna <laughs> talk about the bodies. It's just it's it's it took me out of it. There's so many yeah. goofy over-the-top things, but there is also really good things, like mm-hmm. r- really interesting things. Like I think the design of the monster was incredibly effective. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's like this this has a tentacle for a head five it's like a starfish essentially yeah and it's creepy the way it looks and it looks very realistic and and there it's covered in just enough shadow to to be creepy Um, but every scene that is a positive in my mind is then torn down by something that either doesn't make sense uh such as for some reason the teacher has sex with mark hmm No, there's no reason for Bob's teacher to have sex with Mark,
1: but it just also, happens. Also, is, is this our second movie in a row where, like, the the husband's got a love interest with, like, the teacher?
0: Yeah. <laughs> we and then, And then the, te- well, I mean, in, in The Brood, the teacher does not reciprocate it. Yeah. Uh, but in she was, but yeah, she didn't. <laughs> and does and the teacher, the, yeah, the teacher gets fucked up at the end in this, too. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, so every good thing there is is just immediately interrupted by something bad or something goofy. Uh, And I found myself laughing way more than I thought I would. Maybe that makes me a horrible person,
1: but... Especially when you name your kid Bob.
0: Oh, I wrote this down, okay? Uh, I wrote Hmm. it down. I wrote it down. Uh, (laughs) Bob is the only nickname that sounds older than the full name
1: it comes from. Like, Robert
0: sounds younger than Bob. Bob is an old man's name.
1: Yes, it is. It is like, like it's what, an old security guard. You can't Bobby, maybe.
0: Yeah, little little but, Bobby. But just nope. Bob. Bob calling him is, your
1: kid Bob. That
0: man, that man has emphysema and smokes six <laughs> cigarettes a day, six <laughs> packs of cigarettes a day, while working as a janitor at a uh, high school.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: he's the he's beloved by the students. By the way, he's not hundred like, percent. Yeah, everyone loves Bob, uh, but. Yeah, I was. uh, I really wanted to like this. I started watching this. I even restarted it because I had started it, and then my son woke up. Yeah, and so and then I went back to it at like two a.m. and I was like, I'm too tired to watch this. I'm feeling myself just be overly negative at it. So then I made sure I watched it when I was very awake, and then I was having the same feelings as when I was tired. And I was like, maybe this movie's just not as good as everyone says it is.
1: Yeah, Uh, it's it's a weird double-edged sword. You yeah. know, it's it's. Cause there it's are, got are some a lot of, great
0: parts about it. There are some fantastic parts about it, but it's very inconsistent.
1: It's got a lot of great going for it. A lot of a lot of great going for it. Um, it's a lot of good content within it. Um, it's just it's just kind of overran by goofiness and screaming. Mm-hmm. The screaming was the worst part. There's only so much yeah. screaming. Like if it's like you're being murdered, screaming like it's fine, but hysterical, just screaming for. What was she screaming at Mark all the time for, trying to get away from him?
0: I don't know. I mean, Mark. that was the 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 uh, she was being drawn back by the beast or the the creature, right. and uh, he was trying to get in the way. But she, then, like, it's her fault because she kept going back. Yeah. Like it it doesn't make sense. It's it's everything about this movie is just something to
1: push the plot along. How did she, how did she come across the creature? That's. Oh, it'd be great if we found out, wouldn't it? That, yeah, that would, that would, huge thing. Like, that'd be yeah. super dope. Was I'm it like, all for... Was it part of the miscarriage thing that was going on in the subway? I, fuck, well, if the, I know. Uh, well, I, I don't
0: know. Was that a flashback or was that... It was a flashback, Okay, yeah. that was a flashback. So, yeah, I guess it was part of that, that, uh,
1: miscarriage. I don't um, know. I guess I'll have to look up in the forums. So then she was it. having
0: sex with her own fetus?
1: Well, I don't know if it was the fetus or if it was like a, a like a, a thing from that. I don't. I'm not sure. I doubt it was yeah. the fetus. Also,
0: <laughs> Wikipedia says she bleeds out through all of her orifices, but her eyes are definitely uh, it's it's like white. That's not uh that's not blood. I don't know that's why not Wikipedia lady. Huh? <laughs> or her mouth. I don't remember if its eyes or her mouth, but something from her face is white. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that again, that whole scene was just hilarious, and it should have been. <laughs> Uh, when they cut back her, so long too. yeah when they when they cut yeah that's the thing like if it had been fast it would have been very impactful but i'm all for long takes but at some point you got to tone it back mm-hmm. um but yeah if, if uh the parts that from that scene that surrounded that scene from present day were great and very impactful but like that part i was just i was dying laughing and i i legitimately feel bad about it because like i know it's not supposed to have that reaction but i couldn't help it it's just yeah i don't understand i understand liking this movie i don't understand the praise
1: and the love that it gets uh let's let's read this little nitpick that i got here. artistry at least the movie is an allegory for divorce. The monster is actually the product of Ajani's internal guilt, shame, and deep sexual desires that have been physically manifested into the external reality. The monster evolves into a replicate of her husband, her idealized husband. So there's there's that. Yeah, I mean, there's movies that have
0: done that better.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh yes, like, if it was explained more, I mean, I guess it's an allegory for it. But I mean, if it was explained more of how the creature even just kind of popped up, and all that would have been cool. Even like a weird explanation of like, oh, it's it's came from the swamp, and it's fucking my wife. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But, but
0: that's the thing with with in my mind, and I'm all again, I'm all for not explaining everything. Mm-hmm. But you gotta give us something. You gotta. I, I am not one of these people that likes quote unquote experience of the movies. I will give it that this is an experience yeah. of a movie. Um, but if you're going to portray this pain, this five minutes of wailing and screaming and flying around in milk and eggs in the, in the tunnel <laughs> or the subway, you got to give me a reason not to laugh at it.
1: Yeah. And well, here's, here's another thing. So he got a phone call, Mark, at the beginning of the movie saying that, like, she was with him. So that means he got a, a call from himself. But, like, it, it that creature well, he, wasn't manifested enough to make a call like that, right? Yeah,
0: I was going to say that the the one voice when he gets a call uh, that Heinrich denies that it was him, it sounded like Sam Neill. It didn't sound like mm-hmm. Heinrich. Uh, so that was a cool cool touch. And, well, yeah, that it, this is an allegory for divorce. Everything that that p- uh, post makes sense. Um but it it just doesn't work, in my opinion. And I'm glad people like it. I'm glad people love it as much as they do. But when people say that, like, the acting in this is phenomenal...
1: Yeah, it's... I... It's not. If, 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 if
0: Their definition of phenomenal and mine are very different. I will respect that they think it's phenomenal. I'm not going to try to change their opinion. Mm-hmm. But, like, it just kind of felt like you know like i said earlier soap opera and i don't watch movies to watch soap operas
1: yeah i think in a certain way this movie is phenomenal or phenomenal jesus christ i'm gonna die (laughs) phenomenal Phenomenal. uh in in its own sense but it it could have been more fleshed out cut a little bit of that screaming back and maybe some explanation not even explanation just show us some stuff Mm-hmm. and it, it could have been a super solid... I mean, I really still... I enjoyed my time watching it. Yeah, same here, I, actually. I, I didn't... Uh, I don't know. It, it just it, It's that close to wow factor. It's just like, damn. It's that close, man.
0: Yeah. It's... it's uh, to compare it to something we recently reviewed, uh, um, granted, this is better than Don't Worry Darling. I want to preface this by saying that. But it, with Don't Worry Darling, it's... There was so much potential, and it, it could have been great, but it wasn't. Mm, yeah. This was pr- pr- like closer could to it, good than okay, we, yeah. but it could have been great. And uh, I really think if uh, Andre uh, Zulovsky showed any restraint in some of the more comical bits, like just because someone is in pain, if it's not real pain, like in a movie. It does not mean that I'm going to Im- automatically feel sorry for this person because it's a movie and movies are inherently entertaining and uh, they're a blank canvas for someone to feel how they want to feel. Mm-hmm. And again, inconsistent with uh, the role because some, some of her parts were great, but like, uh, I just, the trailer has popped up and she's just flailing around in milk and egg. and <laughs> it's Especially
1: when she kisses Sam and Neil too. It's yeah. always eyes wide. You would think she was the creature for a lot of this. Yeah, just eyes I mean, wide possession. open. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> "That was me putting my lips up to the mic and just not doing yeah. kissing motions and just staring." <laughs> yeah, it's like a, like a robot. Yeah,
0: I, I legitimately, I don't think I've ever felt as bad, not loving a movie as I do this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's up there, man. It's it kind of. The movie doesn't suck, but it sucks as a, like a, it's like, damn, grr. Yeah.
0: Why? I'm glad other people like it mm-hmm. as,
1: as much as they do. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that is our review for possession. That brings us to the judgment. As usual, it has to be a unanimous decision. I don't know whether or not it goes on the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. And Glenn, you picked this. Yes, I did. Uh, so this can be interesting. This honestly, even though we kind of shit on it the whole time, <laughs> I think we both established
1: that we legitimately it was did it was shit on pretty it. Good. But we're definitely bedaying ourselves. We're yeah, like it's we're a ba- clean we're slate. You we know? ourselves.
0: Like it was while we did shit on it is only because it wasn't as good as we were hoping it would be.
1: Yeah, and, um, uh,
0: so but that that brings us does does this go on the shelf for you?
1: Yeah. With that being said, like like I said earlier, man, like this had. Like such cool potential to be like up there with the thing and like uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which uh, for everybody who doesn't know, the thing is like one of my favorite movies. Like this had potential of being like one of my favorites. It could have been there, but I think it just it just misses the bar with some of the stuff, man. And it it sucks for that. Not the movie again. Not the movie sucks. It just sucks the <sighs> the situation. It mm-hmm. Sucks. Um. I don't know. I want to, but I don't think I will. Sadly yeah Mm -hmm.
0: i am honestly still on the fence since you said no i'm it doesn't really matter for me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm leaning no but i do think everyone should watch it just because everyone should make their own opinion about it there's enough people out there that love this movie that uh you shouldn't listen to two random guys yeah who are probably in the minority who didn't like it um I don't even want to say didn't like it; just were disappointed yeah. by it. Because I, I did like it. I just
1: like I'm, um, I'm probably still giving this movie a three and a half out of five. Like I, I think I gave it a three. Um, yeah.
0: But yeah, it's it's just it, I I was hoping so much more for from it, uh, mm-hmm. but it's a beautiful film uh the scenes it's
1: a good back-to-back with one of those movies that i've named to be honest with you yeah
0: yeah one of the um the acting other than the scenes that make me laugh that aren't supposed to make me laugh Mm -hmm. it's pretty good Uh, again fearless acting is not necessarily a good thing so don't listen to all those people that are like oh her performance is fearless. yeah you're right Mm. in ways Uh, you've got
1: a point there
0: but yeah so i i think uh I, i will also say no so that, yeah, it doesn't go on. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So
0: Possession does not make it on the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaid, and that brings us to our assignment for next week. I, I just feel the need to apologize to everyone, because <laughs> it is, like, that movie, I feel like a lot, it, that's probably going to be our most divisive movie between people who listen to us and then us as yeah. well. So...
1: Sticky situation is
0: all. Yeah. If you liked it, let us know why. And uh, yeah, we'll probably disagree with you. But that's the beauty of film. Anyway, so our next assignment, uh, it is Streaming Roulette. It's our final week of the 2022 Spooktacular Spooktober.
1: It does Uh, make a boy sad.
0: It makes a boy sad.
1: Uh, sad. And so we
0: have Streaming Roulette week this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those of you who don't know, we have a very real wheel that is normally the size of Rhode Island. But is now the size of Warwick, uh, mm-hmm. Rhode Island, that only has horror movies on it. And we spin it three times and pick the best of those three spins to see what we will watch next week. So, without any further ado, here comes the first spin: Incident in a Ghost Land. That's an interesting title and poster. This is going to be on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And that's it? And that's it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it is uh, an hour, 31 minutes, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. A mother of two who inherits a house is confronted with murderous intruders on the first night in their new home and fights for her daughter's lives. 16 years later, when the daughters reunite at the house, things get really strange. It is written and directed by Pascal Logier, or Logier. I'm assuming it's Logier, but I could be wrong. Uh, it is starring Crystal Reed, Mylene Farmer, Anastasia Phillips, and Amelia Jones. Uh, that is going to be on Netflix, as I said, and that is our first choice. Incident in a Ghost Land. Here comes spin number two. Uh, <laughs> eyes without a face. I have seen this. Just oh. as a disclosure, uh, it's on HBO Max and probably Criterion as well. Let mm-hmm. me double check that. Take a time. Uh,
1: while you're while you're looking that up, I'm seeing the trailer for Incident in a Ghost Land, and it it, uh, it was making me chuckle. I can't lie but <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is a haunting image. Is she wearing a mask? She is. Uh, uh so yeah, uh,
0: both Criterion, it looks like, and uh, HBO Max, uh, seven point six out of ten on IMDb, uh, hour and thirty minutes. A surgeon causes an accident which leaves his daughter disfigured and goes. To extreme lengths to give her a new face. Directed by Georges Franjou. Uh, based on the novel by Jean Redon. Uh, adaptation by Pierre Boulot and Thomas Nars- Um and There's a few other here. Uh, Jean Redon also did the adaptation as did Claude Solet and Pierre Gascar. It is starring Pierre Brassure, or Brassard, uh, Alida Valli, Juliette Meuniel, and Alexandre Renault. Uh And like I said, I have seen this before. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Eyes Without a Face, <laughs> HBO Max, and Criterion. That brings us to our third spin. Island of Lost Souls from 1932. Ooh, hour and 10 minutes. We have a wide range of years here. Uh, where can we watch this? This is going to be on Criterion Channel as well. Uh, 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, hour and 10 minutes. A mad doctor conducts ghastly genetic experiments on a remote island in the South Seas, much to the fear and disgust of the shipwrecked sailor who finds himself trapped there. I would just like to point out that I didn't stutter, stumble on any of them. I am pretty much God's gift to humanity. Mm -hmm. It is directed by Earl C. Kenton, written by, uh, Waldemere Young, Philip Wiley, and based on the novel, uh, the Island of Dr. Moreau by HG Wells. There's a few adaptations mm-hmm. of that, uh, starring Charles Lawton, Bella Lugosi, Richard Arlen, and Layla Hyams. That is again, Island of the Lost Souls. I, for one, want to rule out Incident in the Ghost Land.
1: Personally, I have no interest in saying oh. that. It looks tacky. What's crazy Is I was gonna say the exact same thing. So (laughs) get it. It looks like your
0: typical, typical cheap horror movie.
1: Yeah, I Um, saw a scene in there where a ghost or whatever it was was attacking the back of a woman, and I was just like,
0: "I just saw that." That that literally popped up as you were saying it. Crazy. Oh my god. Uh, So yeah, not the island of, or no, what incident at Ghostland? So we Mm -hmm. have eyes without a face, or the island of lost souls. Glenn, which way are you leaning?
1: I, I want to see both. Uh, I do the too. Lean, the lean is more closer to Eyes Without a Face, but right mm. now I'm trying my hardest because I, I when you were reading that synopsis, there was a movie, I think, with either Antonio Banderas or somebody... It sounds so familiar to that plot. I know what you're talking about. Hold
0: on. Uh, that's Antonio Banderas. The, the poster is with uh, him and a woman who has a similar mask to this woman, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, so. The, the skin I live in, mm-hmm. a brilliant plastic surgeon haunted by past tragedies, creates a type of synthetic skin that withstands any kind of damage. His guinea pig a mysterious and volatile woman who holds the key to his obsession. I didn't stumble on that one either. God, uh, God you're so good. That's a little bit different from this one. I can tell you just I, from I feel, that. feel if it I wasn't with him,
1: it. I feel like there's there's another one where this dude is doing surgeries for this woman, and I didn't see the movie, but I, I kind of got a glimpse of like uh, a couple scenes where the, the girl I think kills him at the end or something like that. I don't I don't know, but it's, it was just bothering me. Regardless, sorry that, for that tangent. I'm leaning more towards Eyes Without a Face. Okay, um, but I I do I both are intriguing me. I must say. Yes. 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 Uh,
0: I'm gonna let you pick. God Just damn because you. I feel like because I have seen eyes without a face,
1: I'm trying to not give my yeah. um feelings man. away. I do see. I do see a puppy dog. I do see a puppy dog in the movie. I kind of want to lean that way now. There's a puppy dog. Nothing eyes bad happens a face? to a puppy dog, right?
0: I honestly. Uh, maybe i yeah mm. maybe
1: interesting <sighs>
0: if i remember correctly there's several puppy dogs so yeah at least some of them live i'm leaning eyes without a face for sure okay well we'll do eyes without a face then all right uh, and we'll just add island of lost souls to our watch list our mm-hmm. personal doing,
1: watch list. doing that right now actually yes Comment tu Depuis le temps que je te connais, je lis sur ton visage. Dis-moi la vérité.
0: Les gens n'approfondiront pas. Ils ne chercheront pas à savoir ce qui se passe ici, surtout. Mais que se passe-t-il dans cette mystérieuse ville-là So, Eyes Without a Face is our film for next week. You can find that again on Criterion Channel or HBO Max. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we are keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, keystone underscore film. Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, keystone film review. And on Letterboxd, I'm Mike KFR. And I'm Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we get plastic surgery because we can all be a little bit prettier. Mm-hmm, That's not mm-hmm. the message of this movie at all. By right. the way, it's, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it has nothing to do with with uh, you know being obsessed with plastic surgery. So, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: body images keep you. You all are beautiful. Damn right.
1: You better stay that way too.
0: Yeah. If not, we'll have to get a plastic surgeon on you. Yep. <laughs> no, no, no. You're beautiful the way you are. I'm kidding. Goodbye, everybody.
1: Bye bye.